She's a North Otago farmer, award-winning environmentalist, and I wonder if she thinks we're a very negative, wet, whiny, inward-looking country that we've lost the plot and that we need to get our mojo back. Do you agree with Mr Luxon, Jane Smith? Good afternoon, Jamie. I certainly agree with him on the mojo part, and I thought it was actually quite a good line from Luxon, actually. Um, look, I think um, he's, he's, he's right, and I think we've got so many positive things going on, um, particularly in the primary sector, but, but all around New Zealand and lots of small and medium-sized businesses. And it's interesting um, that recent Curia Market Research um, uh, survey that came out, and, and 67% of New Zealanders felt very positive about farmers, so actually about farmers themselves. So, you know, that rural-urban divide is, I believe, is still a myth. I think that's a myth that was, um, I guess, brewed up in the in the um, beehive, and um, I think we've got a great story to tell. We just have done a really, really bad story, particularly over the last three years, of doing so, Jamie. Jane, one, and probably the only positive to come out of COVID, I think, was the recognition that the rural and farming community got as kind of being, without wanting to sound cliched, the backbone of the country. But you know what I say about to Christopher Luxon? I say, good on you, because by and large, we can be negative, wet, whiny, inward looking, and we do, we have lost our mojo. Where's the incentive for the productive sector to get, or people to get off their ass and work hard and succeed? There you go. Exactly. Exactly, Jamie, and I guess um, that's exactly all we're asking to do. And you may recall, um, Federal Farmers came out before the budget announcement and said, actually, we just want, we don't actually really want anything. We just want to get on and innovate and be productive, look after our communities um, and look after our provincial towns. And I guess that's why I was a bit concerned to see the headlines in mainstream media last night that said something like farmers don't have to pay for emissions for the next seven years in terms of the NAPS um, policies. And actually, that's, that's, not, that's incorrect. We, we don't want the can kicked down the road. We actually want a factual audit of New Zealand's methane profile, and that's what we've been asking for for the last two and a half, three years, um, and to show that it is not only stabilising but decreasing, and the best thing we could, could do right now um, would be to show the rest of the world how to effectively um, harvest uh, pasture uh, and turn it into free-range protein that we're doing now. So um, that's exactly what. So, so I thought the the, um, the NAPS policy was pretty palatable. My first thought to my uh, professional cynic thought was sort of welcome to the party, Nats. You've sort of turned up late to the party with a flat crate of lemonade, but it is good to see them taking on the policies that we've already seen you know, from the likes of ACT and Democracy New Zealand and Heartland Party, some of those other parties that actually understand um, that, it, that the right um, science needed to be used, not just that sort of hyperbole, headlines, uh, politics type of stuff, Jamie. So, yep, it's onwards and upwards, I think. Yeah, you're a yeah. bit of a hardliner when it comes to your political views, Jane. That'll get a bite. Can I just mention something to you, pick you up on what you said? And you know I'm only joking about that, Jane. But you said farmers aren't paying... Uh, for their emissions or aren't paying anything into the ETS. That is absolute bollocks. Farmers, their goods are processed and transported. There's a huge ETS element cost to all of that, and I think people forget that. Correct, Jamie, and that's exactly right. So I guess the issue was the very complex, costly, it was going to cost, what was it, $150 million to feed and water that political Trojan horse called Heiwaka Ikenoa. So, um, and, and, you know, that was pricing in perpetuity for every single 
uh, biogenic methane, kg of biogenic methane, and that just makes no sense at all. Um, totally makes sense if you've got the targets right and you are wanting to stabilise out and decrease, which we're doing um, anyway. And, you know, the fact that um, we've had you know, a huge amount of 175,000 hectares of, of um good productive land go into forestry in the last five years and touted to be at least sixty to 70,000 um, over the next couple of years, Jamie, um, that, that was when the balance was being tipped. So um, you're quite right, there's, there's so many other ways to, to do this and we're already um, paying our way through the ETS through a number of different facets of, of, um, of costs and a punitive tax was, was not only not decreasing emissions, it was um, you know nothing innovative in that, Jamie. So let's just get on and innovate and, and you know, it's great to see um, you know, Beef and Lamb New Zealand feed farmers um, really finding their feet on this and identifying the line and um, I'm looking for Dairy NZ to turn up to the party at some stage too. Well, Dairy NZ did turn up to the party all albeit a wee bit late. Jim van der Poel was patting the gnats on the uh, back for that one. Yes, I think, I mean, you're right, Jamie, but I think, you know, as an industry, we should have gone to all of the pot parties and said this is the right way to do it instead of, I guess, jumping on the methane bus um, at the start. But, yeah, the light's at the end of the tunnel and um, and let's get the right message messaging out there and actually show this this, this can be a really great way um, for all of New Zealand um, because now I think urban New Zealand, including, actually, ironically, the Green Party and the and the Climate Change Commission realised um, that we did have, um, you know, we were targeting the, the wrong, um, possibly the wrong sectors, had the wrong methodology, but um, they needed to hear it from our sector and they're certainly hearing that now, Jamie. What I liked best about the Nats policy was the fact, and I know I'll be accused of supporting them kicking the can down the road, they kicked it down the road to 2030, which in my mind was a sensible thing to do. Somehow, under this Labour-led government, we had this desire, come hell or high water, to be charging farmers for their emissions by 2025. No one else was doing it, but we had to be world leaders. We had to lead on the global stage. I think it was a vanity project. Exactly, Jamie. There was nothing, again, leading or innovative about that. And, and, and as you know, the fact of the matter is that was the New Zealand biogenic methane was put on the stand and sentenced before any sort of trial by science or jury. And, um, you know, we can't afford for that, that those politics to be overriding fact and um, sense and sensibility. So, um, a, again, we need to make sure that we just slow the process down and actually do it right. And and again, I think actually share with the rest of the world what we're, what we're doing in terms of our efficient um, protein harvesting um, on hill country, etc. now. And that's actually one thing we can really do for the rest of the world. And it's been interesting. I saw Greenpeace in Germany a couple of weeks ago um, were doing a protest. And in their protest, they put cows on the lawn of Parliament to say that, that they really think that cows need to get out of the, out of the sheds in terms of a high-intensity um, factory sort of farming and be out and be pasture-raised. Well, hallelujah, that's what we're doing in New Zealand. And, you know, we had this strange narrative um, that they want pigs and hens outdoors where they don't want to be and cows indoors where they don't want to be. So let's actually just get real and actually, um, again, have a collective sort of um, full muster on all of these issues, including um, afforestation, including emissions, including fresh water and the RMA changes, and, um, and get them into the drafting pen and actually look at them collectively but also individually as well, Jamie. All right, there you go. Jane Smith, thank you very much for your time. From your North Otago farm, good luck for your big bull sale on Thursday. Thank you, Jamie.